Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I am so excited to have you guys back here for today's episode because we are joined by a very special guest to talk on an amazing topic that I know is going to be so helpful for many of you. So today we are joined by the lovely Shelby Lobitz, and Shelby has been a certified personal trainer for over three years and is just beginning to transition her practice into the online space. Aside from being a bomb-ass mother and and wife. She is an exceptional health coach and fitness professional. She is somebody who focuses her work on helping women find consistency inside and out of the gym. She is an absolute master at helping women to create sustainable, healthy habits and really start to build a healthy lifestyle that they can absolutely love. Inside of this episode, we are going to be diving into the topic of creating a sustainable and consistent healthy lifestyle, why consistency is so important, and how the heck you can actually make that happen. For so many of us, time gets in the way, being a mom gets in the way, being a a significant other gets in the way. Um, We come up with everything that can get in our way between us and our ability to actually reach the goals that we have in front of us. And Shelby is a master at helping teach women how to find this consistency, how to create sustainable habits that are actually going to get you results without taking its time away from everything else that you're doing in your life. So this episode has so many golden nuggets inside of it. And by the end, you guys are going to have pages of notes. So make sure you pull out your notebook and a pen because you are going to want to take notes on this episode. Shelby is going to leave us with tons of action tips at the end of the episode and all that good stuff. So if you guys want to learn how to start creating sustainable, healthy habits in your life, this is the episode for you. And let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey there, lovely lady. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I am your host, Emma Gould, aka the Alternative Nutritionist, owner and founder of the Academy for Alternative Nutrition and Mind Body Coaching. I teach health coaches to become mind body experts so that they can upload their coaching and transform their clients' lives. I spent years as a health coach teaching women how to heal their relationship with food and their body. I taught them how to finally overcome their disordered eating habits, find true self-love, and learn how to live fully intuitively. Ultimately, I taught these women how to build the strong body, mind, and life that they never dreamt possible. And now I am here to teach you how to do the exact same thing. This podcast is for women who are struggling with these things and also for the women who want to teach women how to overcome these struggles. This podcast is going to cover everything from disordered eating, body image, body dysmorphia, loving yourself, finding your self-worth, confidence, mindfulness, and everything in between. So if you are ready to start transforming your life and the lives of other people, then this is the podcast for you. If you are excited for all of these upcoming episodes, make sure that you go hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every single time we have a new episode coming your way. And if you are enjoying what you're listening to, loving what you're hearing, you're getting tons of value out of this podcast, then go ahead and head over to iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a rating, and let us know what you enjoy about this show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Bobby, thank you so, so much for being here today. How are you doing today? Hey, Emma. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited for you to be here and be able to share your 
expertise and knowledge with everybody on the podcast. I know you have a very um, unique and also just really wonderful approach to your health and all of the stuff that you teach on health. So I'm really excited to be able to, to dive into all that. So before we get into a little bit more about you and your story, I would just love to ask you the question that I asked all the guests on this podcast. And that is, what in your life makes you feel the strongest? So definitely lifting heavy is what makes me feel my strongest. And it's not just about the physical aspect, it's the mental aspect too. Like the gym is my me time and having that time makes me a better mom and a better wife and just makes me happier throughout the day and I feel more productive. I so love that. And I love that you brought up the fact of the gym being your me time. That's exactly how I am too. It's my version of self-care. It's how I go escape what I'm doing and just kind of relax for a little bit. And I think that that is definitely a reality that a lot of people strive for. Has that? So I guess this kind of leads us into my next question, which would be um, tell us a little bit about your story, kind of how you got to that point. Because I know for a lot of the women, especially who I work with, and I'm sure you have this too, they struggle to get to that mindset of having the gym be their me time. So I would love to hear kind of how you got to that point. What was your journey? How did you get started in the health coach, health coaching world? Um, and kind of, yeah, just hear a little bit more about, about you. Yeah, sure. So it's definitely been a long process and it's taken me a really long time to get to the point where I'm at today. But originally my health and fitness journey started in high school where I just went about it all in the wrong way. I was mm -hmm under eating and just obsessive over working out and get like anxiety over having to go out to eat and then going away to college I put on a lot of weight and then once I graduated I knew I needed to change but I kind of fell into those old habits again and um, just started getting way too obsessive with working out. And then it honestly wasn't so I started working with a trainer myself that I realized that it wasn't just about the way I looked and I started lifting heavier and that just felt so empowering and I was more concerned about how much weight I could lift rather than on all the physical aspects and working with him inspired me to get certified as a personal trainer. So I've been doing that for um, a little over three years. Mm -hmm. And then I had a son who's 18 months old now. Mm -hmm. And I haven't, I wasn't able to dedicate as much time in person as I would have liked to because I also work full time. So um in the process of transitioning to online coaching so I can help more women and reach more women. Amazing. No, I love love hearing that story. And it's so funny because um, you're the second person who I've talked to this week that brought up their kind of negative side of, of their relationship with exercise and health starting in high school. And that was um, – I think for so many women, we definitely focus, and especially as us, us women who help other women get healthy, 
I think we often look at it as women um, who are older, who've already had kids, who um, are even in college. And I think it really is an important just kind of note to make. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this with the fact that a lot of this kind of going about it all in the wrong way, as you said, and, and just having kind of this negative relationship with our health can start so young. And I think that it's just a really important thing to to hear. So is that something that you have found with um, other people? Is that something that's that you have any thoughts on? Yeah, I definitely think a lot of times it starts when we're really young and we all we care about is we just want to be skinny and just will do pretty much anything to get to that point. I mean, I think I was probably eating like less than 800 calories a day yeah. because I thought that's just what I needed to do to be skinny and look good. And I was 95 pounds and I thought I looked fat. Yeah, no, and I, I think, again, exactly what you said. So many of us kind of kind of feel that way. So the last question kind of just on your story that I would love to hear about was what was kind of the motivator for you to go and start working with someone and start working um, on your health with a professional? Because I know for both of us, obviously, working with someone is something I'm sure we're both passionate about. And I think for a lot of people, it's uh, a little bit nerve wracking, but they also don't know like, oh, am I at the point where I actually need to work with someone? So I'd love to hear like, what was that turning point for you where you kind of went, okay, I need to start taking this seriously and actually help getting some help in this department. Yeah. So, I mean, in doing it on my own, I still, I was just doing too much. So mm -hmm. I just was feeling burnt out and I'd honestly just been like seeing on Instagram all these women with muscles and I like love that look and I just wanted to kind of get to that point, but I wasn't really sure about correct form and the type of exercises or anything that I should be doing. So that's yes. what made me decide to work with a trainer. Amazing. Yeah, that is so wonderful. And I'm happy that you mentioned that because I think for a lot of people, it just kind of to have that permission of saying it's okay to not know the form. It's okay to not know what you're doing and to ask for that help. So thank you for, for sharing that. So I want to go ahead and dive into something that I know you are super, super passionate about and a total genius on. And this is about creating sustainable habits and the importance of creating those sustainable habits when it comes to health and exactly what we were just talking about. There's a lot of imbalance on doing too much, doing not enough. Um, you should try this, you should try that. And I would love to hear kind of why do you think it's so hard for people to create that sustainability? And then in your mind, what are some ways that you like to start working towards that sustainability? Why do you find it so important? All that kind of stuff. Sure, definitely. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's just so much information out there that people just don't even know what the right thing is. So they either are just like following what their favorite influencer is doing or whatever their friends are doing or there's always a new diet or workout mm -hmm. trend and they're just always trying different things. Um, it's just not sustainable. Um, they're the most sustainable thing is something you're going to be able to stick with for the long term. And I think a lot of people don't really think about the long term. They're just so focused on, I need to lose this weight now. And I just want to look better. 
So they will Mm -hmm. take more extreme measures to get there. So like with the fad diets, Mm -hmm. it may work for the short term and you may lose the weight, but most of the time in the long term, you're not going to be able to stick with it. And then when that happens, it's almost like you feel like a failure if you're not able to keep up with it and then maybe just end up giving up altogether because Mm -hmm. you're just frustrated that it's not working. Absolutely. No, I think, I think you definitely just hit so many amazing points that I don't even know where to, where to start. But I think the, the really important one of just understanding that that vicious cycle only continues if you continue to go for this and then go for that and try things. And, and I know later on, we definitely are going to dive into some more on how to create those sustainable habits. So I, I think it is just to kind of hone in that point even more that really it is about making it for the long term. So that really guides us into my next question for you was, do you think that there is something within creating that sustainable, healthy lifestyle that has to do with how we plan our goals? And I think that you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I would love to hear just a little bit more about what it kind of looks like for you to have sustainable goals. Because exactly what you said, we see this picture and we go, oh, I want to be that. And so we do whatever we can to get there um, as quickly as possible. So kind of what you would see being a sustainable goal and and how can somebody start to make sure, maybe check in with themselves to see if their goals are in fact sustainable. So I think the most important thing is to set realistic goals. So maybe we want to say we want to work out six days a week but really you probably aren't going to be able to work out six days a week. And like I said before, so maybe you only work out three days that week and then you feel like a failure because you didn't hit that six workout a week uh, goal. So it's important to set realistic goals. So start by setting small goals, start making small changes slowly. So maybe – you start with a goal of getting to the gym two days a week. And once you can consistently make it to the gym two days a week, then maybe add on the third day, then add on a fourth day, a fourth day. And I think the same goes with eating. Don't immediately cut out all different food groups or all different types of foods. Maybe just start slowly by adding some more vegetables in and then maybe add in some more protein into your diet. So definitely just starting small is really, really important. Absolutely. And they can't see me. I'm sitting here like nodding my head going, yes, a hundred percent. Cause I think so often, at least what I see and, and just to, you know, what you had just said is starting small and making it realistic. Cause I know um, many people personally who will do that with they're you know, okay, I'm going to get back into the gym and then they, I'm going to do it, you know, yeah, six days a week. And then they do that for two weeks. And of course that's miserable because your body's not used to it. Your body doesn't know what you're doing. Your mind doesn't know what you're doing at that point. And, and then you wind up falling off a couple weeks in because they weren't, they weren't sustainable and realistic. So I think that's a really, really good way to kind of start on it as far as goals. And I love that you talked a lot about adding as opposed to slowly taking away, especially when it comes to um, eating stuff. I think so often we say, okay, cut out this, cut out that, drop your calories. And um, I just love that mentality of 
try just to add a little bit more of this in and a little bit more of that and, and to slowly make that transition as opposed to just slicing stuff left and right. So to go ahead and kind of um, wrap up the, the kind of talk on sustainability, I would love to know in, in your eyes, why is it so imp important, or I guess kind of on the flip side of sustainability is this ability to stay consistent. So as we were just, um, as I just kind of brought up, that ability to not only have goals that you can reach, but that you're actually going to continue to reach. So in your eyes, why is it important that people stay consistent within a healthy lifestyle? And how do, what does that kind of consistency look like? And how does it relate to, uh, to a sustainable lifestyle? So definitely staying consistent is going to get you closest to your goals 100%. If you're consistently showing up and putting in hard work, you're going to get to where you want to be. Um, I think when we start new programs or new ways of eating, we start um, going really hard all in and then you get burnt out really quickly. So um, we try to be so perfect with uh, hitting our exact macros or mm -hmm. um, all the workouts and it's more important to consistently do things over time rather than be rather than being 100% perfect all of the time. I, I love that and I think exactly what you said. I think so many people uh, don't realize the hard work that goes into people and especially I know I tell um, my clients this all the time. I'm sure you do too when they pull up some girl's Instagram and say, well, I want to look like her. And I'm like, okay, that girl's probably been, you know, training for 10 years and um, has been super strict on her nutrition for months and months and months. And, and I think just to kind of have that reality check that whatever goals you're working towards, whether it's weight gain, weight loss, just getting healthy, it all takes consistency and just kind of sticking with it, doing the things and, and kind of moving through the ropes. So I absolutely love that. Um, so to go ahead and not not completely switch the topic, but I know when we were chatting beforehand, there is something that you are super passionate about that is 100% not in my um, realm of knowledge at all. And I would love for you to talk on, a, talk on it a little bit to share it with my community because it's never something that I really talk about just because I don't it's not my area of expertise, but I know that you are personally really into powerlifting. So I would love to hear a little bit about how you got into that. Maybe you can even explain a little bit more on what powerlifting looks like within the realm of, of weight training um, and kind of how this has helped you with creating that sustainability and, and a good relationship with exercise in your life. Yeah, definitely. So when I did start working with a trainer that's who got me into a powerlifting style of training. So basically just really focusing on squats, deadlifts and bench pressing and getting stronger at those lifts and then working in um, accessory lifts that would help me to get stronger at those lifts as well. I never really had a desire to like compete in powerlifting. I just love the feeling of picking up heavy weight and each week progressing and seeing how much weight I could actually lift mm -hmm. and what my body was capable of. So 
it just made me really, really look forward to all of my workouts because I have that goal of trying to beat the weight I got last week or last month. And it's just such an empowering, empowering feeling and like hitting a PR is really just the best feeling ever. It was better feeling than hitting a goal uh, weight. No, absolutely. I, I love that you brought that up because I think um, even for me, just somebody who loves the weights in the gym, it to have that ability to take your workouts away from, well, I have to go into the gym and burn 200 calories, 300 calories, um, and be able to go in and say, I want to lift heavier than I did yesterday. I want to have better form than I had yesterday, um, is so empowering. And especially for, um, I know the women listening to this, it's something that most of them work out for the sake of burning calories, losing weight. And, um, to be able to see that there's people out there who are going to the gym, who are, um, from an objective standpoint in shape and have, you know, good, strong bodies. And to be able to say, I go into the gym to empower myself, to push myself to be stronger than I was yesterday, I think is just such a beautiful kind of standpoint to give, um, and, and something that's so nice. So I thank you for kind of sharing that. And, um, as far as, uh, powerlifting goes, if somebody was curious in doing some more powerlifting, maybe trying out that style of exercise, is there anywhere you would recommend them to kind of, um, get started or start looking into it just so if anybody is curious, they can kind of know. Yeah, definitely. So I started by using, um, Jim Wendler's 531 method, and that's really where I saw the most progress, and I still use it to this day. Uh, so you can just find that if you just search 531 training, you can okay, find perfect. that online perfect. for sure. I'll, I'll put a link down below. Yeah, that's how I got um, into it. And I definitely used to be the kind of person I wore a heart rate monitor to the gym every day, and that's how I measured my progress, if I had a good workout or not, and okay. how many calories did I burn? Oh, I didn't burn enough, so it wasn't a good enough workout. So it's definitely focusing on lifting more instead of the calorie burn was definitely a good shift. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that even wraps, it sums in so beautifully to the um, consistent workouts and sustainability of it because I think exactly what you just said that you would go into the gym and if you didn't burn a certain amount of calories you would count it a bad workout and how much more simple is it to be able to just go into the gym and say okay if I can just do this one lift a little bit better than I did yesterday that's that's a you know golden ticket for me that this was a good workout and I just think as far as the the mentality of having a sustainable lifestyle and relationship with health that is so powerful and really um, starts to open up a whole new world of like, wow, I actually am motivated and, and inspired to do this instead of just something that we all dread. Yeah. Um, so I would love to go ahead and kind of wrap up this um, episode. And I know you have some awesome action steps planned out to share. And my community absolutely loves taking um, little bite-sized things that they can go start doing today, tomorrow, this week. So if you had to give somebody four or five action steps to start creating those sustainable, consistent habits and really starting to build that healthy lifestyle um, that I know we're both so passionate about, what would those action steps be? Yeah, so I think the first thing that 
we all have to do is really think about why mm-hmm. you're doing this. Think about your why. If it's just like surface level, I just want to look better. That's not going to keep you motivated. You really need to dig deep and figure out what your real goals are, really are and why you want to be healthier. And then um, the next thing, like we talked a little bit about earlier, is just start with these small goals instead of trying to do a complete overhaul of your entire life. Make little changes at a time, and once you're able to consistently stick with those small changes, then add in more things that you can uh, do. Awesome. I love both of those so much, especially before you go on, I want to reiterate the why. That's something that I'm sure my community is sick and tired of hearing me say because I talk about it all the time uh, with whatever you're doing, that it is so, so important. So I'm, I'm really happy that you brought that up in regards to the sustainability and, and consistency of it all. Really, I think that's probably one of the key pieces really when it comes to um, especially consistency is is finding that reason that's going to keep you motivated. And I love that you said not something, you know, on the surface, but really digging deep and, and seeing what's inside that is going to motivate you to keep going. So just wanted to make that note, but go ahead and keep keep sharing. Yeah, yeah all definitely. Great. Sure. And then definitely planning ahead of time is key. And people think about like meal prepping and everything and just feel overwhelmed, but it really, it doesn't have to be hard um I don't really like cooking that much but Mm -hmm. just making sure that I have some protein and veggies on hands that are already cooked is just so so helpful absolutely and also with your workouts you want to always have a plan when you go into the gym if you're going into the gym with no real plan you're gonna waste even more time just wandering around and not really knowing what to do. So you always want to be following a training plan. Um, not always, so, not just so you're um, not wasting so much time, but so you can also be measuring your progress as well. And then um, the last thing I have is to find a workout program or a way of eating that you actually enjoy if you're not enjoying it then there's no way that you're going to be able to stay consistent with it um on the flip side you still should be giving it an honest try you don't want to try something for a couple days and then just say oh this is too hard I can't do it you need to just give it an honest try and if you're really not enjoying it then maybe you need to switch things around. Yeah, absolutely. I think that last one is so important. It's something I definitely talk about a lot too is if you aren't enjoying what you eat, stop eating it and find something different because there's there's so many options out there um, that you can you can choose from even as far as just food goes. Um, like for a simple, you know, instead of chicken, if you don't like chicken, you can find an alternative. Um, but yeah, I think totally. that is, is so important and definitely plays a huge role is that you, you enjoy it. But I also love that you said, you know, stick with it and I – have an example that I have a client who I'm working with right now who actually just came to me and said, yeah, I haven't eaten this thing in quite a while because, you know, it just wasn't what she was feeling like eating. And she's like, and I tried it again and I realized I didn't even like it anymore. And, and her, her taste buds had totally changed. So it totally is proof that if you just stick with something, your body can, 
can adjust. So before we hop off, I would just love to have you share with my community where they can find you, where they can get in touch with you. Um, if anybody's curious about finding more about how they can work with you, how they can do all of that. Yeah. So I'm mostly just on Instagram, um, at Shelby.Lobis. Mm -hmm. And if you are interested in working more with me or just have any questions that um, you may have, you can just shoot me a DM and I'd love to chat more with you guys. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. And um, as always, your all of your, all of um, Shelby's links and where you can find her on social media will be down in the show notes. So if anybody is curious, you can go check her out there and definitely go give her a follow on Instagram. She has wonderful educational content and is super motivating as well. So thank you so, so much, Shelby, for being here today. And I hope you guys all have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed listening, make sure to tag us both on Instagram, take a screenshot, something like that. And we will talk to you in the next episode.